Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello, and welcome back to A Brief History of Money. So last time, we were talking about how governments print money, uh, so that, or mint money, so that they can control its value. Um, and essentially deflate the currency if they wish to. And we asked, we left off with the question of why would a government do such a thing? So, let's play out a very simple scenario where governments borrow money, and again, when governments borrow, they borrow in their own currency typically. So an easy way to pay someone back, and this would be nice if you could do this as an individual, but governments actually can do this. If you owe, the government owes somebody a trillion dollars, they could just print a trillion dollars and give it to them. Now, why would the government not want to do this? A government would not want to do this because over time, or people will stop lending to the government. They know that every time the government's going to just print more money and pay them back, they're not going to want to lend them money because if they know they're going to be printed money in order to be returned their debt, they know they're being returned dollars with lower value. The fact that there's more money in circulation, that means that there's less value to each and every single dollar. Now, where do we stand today? Well, let's take into account that, for example, the U.S. government has a debt load owed both to its own citizens and other countries in excess of $22 trillion. Now, does this mean the U.S. government is going to become insolvent overnight or going to start printing money and deflating the currency overnight? No, no that's not, that's not going to happen overnight. Uh, but it's important to keep a historical perspective that no government is dominant forever. Uh, many um, empires, which lasted for many, many centuries even, eventually failed. Um, so does that mean the U.S. government is going to fail anytime soon? Again, I'm not predicting that. What I am saying is one needs to be aware of these things and, and watch what's happening. Um, just looking at the U.S. dollar and how it's performed against other currencies, it you can see the dollar is not what it once was. Uh, there was talk years ago of of China uh, becoming a more dominant currency. Um, I know in certain foreign markets, um, some smaller currencies are outperforming the dollar over the last ten years. Um, so the dollar is in a, is losing value in in certain respects. Um, it still is the global standard. So again, then the question becomes is. So why am I telling you all this? If, if, if the U.S. government is, is not on the verge of failing, um, what can we do with this with this knowledge now? So the key takeaway from all this is to understand that what we call money, what we think of as dollars, is only a single form of value. There are many forms of value. Land has value. Gold has value. Silver has value. Oil and companies have value. And the value of each of these is determined by the market. Meaning, however much value someone assigns to it, again, barring government intervention and market manipulation, but essentially, the value of any given item is what people are willing to pay for it. At its simplest level, value is the value that the market assigns to an item based on its ability to be used in 
trade or barter or practical use. So when we look at money and we look at, I'll say, a bank account, and a person thinks, oh, I have $100,000 in my bank account, and I'm not going to invest it because you know that's risky. I'm going to hold my money in dollars. One has to realize that you're, someone doing this is essentially choosing to invest in the U.S. dollar. They're assuming that the U.S. dollar will hold its value. Historically, that has not been the case. Historically, we have something called inflation, which is already a whole new topic, which we're going to get into next time. But the key takeaway here is that one needs to be aware of the fact that currency, and meaning money you hold in the bank, money you hold in cash, those are a single form of holding value. And at its core, what investing is, is taking that value and converting it into something else to hold that value. You take $100,000 and shift it from your bank account into a piece of real estate. So now your value is being held by that land, by that building. And what smart investing is, it's about choosing where you assign your value. Okay, I hope this was interesting. I hope you learned something. And next time we'll dive deep into inflation and keep moving forward into all the great things about money, finance, and investing. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments.